0: Yeah, my my background, I spent nine and a half years in Christian radio, selling Christian radio to business owners. Nice. Realized they didn't want to buy radio advertising. They wanted to sell their products and services. That's Mm. where I started learning to do marketing for small business owners. Mm. Then my wife and I went to a a marriage conference to strengthen our marriage because the first five years of our marriage were like that because we're Mm -hmm. complete opposites. God changed our marriage there. And a few years later called us to be missionaries to marriages in Little Rock, Arkansas, to teach Hmm. God's blueprints for marriage with this ministry. Hmm. Thought that was going to be the last thing I ever did. Eight years later, they went through some reorganizations of the ministry. And I I was kicked off the leadership team. Spent two years going around the ministry, you know, doing different things. That's what I call my prison term because I was in a job I hated for two years. Hmm. Escaped that. Started my company as a marketing consultant. I'd come out and talk with you to grow your business. We'd have a great conversation. You'd say, Michael, what have you done for the last few years? I'd say, I've built marriages and families. And you'd say, well done, way to go. Look at the time I've got another meeting. Uh, Let's keep this conversation going another time. And you wouldn't hire me. So then I went back and started praying and saying, God, how do I help Jeffrey and other people? Because I know I can, but I didn't, you didn't trust me. You didn't think I had any credibility. So God said, put all your strategies in a book. And so I did. So I published my first book in 2013. I'd call you then set an appointment. I'd mail a copy of my book to you. I'd walk into your office the next week. And you'd, my book was on your desk now dog-eared highlighted under in that meeting. You would say, now, Michael, in your book, you said, how do you help me do that? And you hire me. Hmm. And the next guy hired me and the next guy. And I thought, well, this is really good. Why don't more business owners publish their own book? I don't know if you've published your book yet, but it's, challenging. There's lots to it. So we created a process that allows business owners to create and publish their book without Mm -hmm. writing a word. We do all the work for them except the content because I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a, right. And so then we put their book, we get the book published, make them an Amazon bestseller, get the Kindle version. And then we teach them how to use their book in their marketing to gain clients, get referrals and grow their revenue. Nice, nice. That's the sh- that's the short version.
1: <laughs> that's really great. I think I, I, I think I just jumped onto the podcast without even knowing. So I just would like to carry on with the vibe. Uh, it's really interesting, you know, how you mentioned that uh, you really you helped people release the book. I actually remember that I kind of uh, it's really funny. I didn't release a book, but it's kind of like uh, a one or two pages, which I thought was a book. Uh, when amazon kindle was kind of like first released i just you know just wrote a uh, pdf or a word document just uploaded and said that i know i just wrote my first ebook so it was like that it was really funny stuff but uh what do you want to say you know uh like to a people who want to write a book let's say about podcasting there aren't lot, actually a lot of much books relating to podcasting to be honest even it's there but uh you know it's not like really in the nuances or you know telling a lot about a lot of, lot of things relating to podcasting. So, you know, what would be your advice on start writing a book, relating to podcasting, like step by step, it would be great.
0: Yeah, so my first thing is never write a book. Hmm. Always speak to write your book. Hmm. And, and even in our process, we, we, use, we let our clients speak to us, we record it, we transcribe what was just spoken. So if you're a podcaster and you're thinking about doing a book, you already have a lot of the content for your book created through the podcast. So but the first step is why do you want to do a book? What are you going to do with it? Hmm. What's your message? Who's going to read it? You've got to understand all of that first cuz your book is is a great business card for your business. It's a great door opener. So you have to think about what's the purpose of your book. Mm-hmm. Once you, once you understand that, then the next step is to create an outline for your book. What, what content do you want to share? And if you're a podcaster, you probably have a lot of that content already created. So you, but you build an outline for your book because if you're like us, you, know, you have hundreds of episodes. You yeah. don't just want to throw them in a the book. You've got to have an organizational structure. And so you figure out what you want in your book. And then you go find your podcast episodes that relate to that. And you get them transcribed and then you have an editor go through and edit it. So it sounds good because the spoken word is great, but the the word that we read in a book is is slightly different, but I still want to capture your your tone, your language. So don't make your book sound different than you, but you do need to hire an editor or somebody who understands how to make spoken words into written words, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's really comes back to why are you doing this? Even when I talk to business owners every week who call me and talk about a book, one of my first questions is why a book, what are you trying to accomplish?
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. And so we have to, we have to understand that first, because I know a lot of business owners Jeffrey, who have a book, they don't know what to do with it. Having a book on Amazon is like having a podcast on iTunes. I mean, there are like a million of them, right? Yeah. What's the point? What's the purpose? Who's your audience? What do you want to communicate? Once you understand those elements and you've answered those questions, then the outline will flow fairly naturally. And then you just bring your content from your podcast into the thing, have them transcribe. There you go. There's your book, hire an editor and off to the races you go.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I just want to, you know, uh, just touch upon one fact is that you mentioned like uh, you always ask the business owners, why a book? Okay. So now I've seen a lot of people who are reading the paperback versions or, you know, uh, probably Kindle and everything, but now the audible has come and, you know, people are converting that into audio books. So do you think like if a business owner in this age is publishing a book? Uh, relating to any field, uh, you know, it's, since it's like a podcast for podcasting, I just want to focus on that. So, do you think they should like focus on only a paperback version or a Kindle version, or should they focus on audiobooks and other formats as well?
0: I would do as many as you possibly can. Okay. Hmm. And the reason for that is every platform you have, if you have a paperback book, great. If you have a paperback plus a hardback, oh, that's a little bit better credit. If you have an ebook, if you have a Kindle, if you have a podcast, if you have an audiobook, now I have a variety of methods that my audience can consume Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i wouldn't do just one okay i do multiple so we do paperback versions we do hardback versions we do ebook versions we do kindle versions we do audiobook versions we do it all depends on what the client wants because some people say well i just listen to audiobooks great i don't know i I mean i listen to some audiobooks but if i listen to them and i'm like he said something a couple chapters ago how am i ever going to find that yeah no well, in a book you can dog ear it or in a kindle you can highlight so there are upsides and downsides to everything i like mm-hmm. audio because it it allows you to communicate and i can bond with you that's why i like love podcasting
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's they they don't replace a kindle or a paperback book right okay. if if i give you a physical copy of my book jeffrey
2: mm-hmm.
0: you're probably never going to throw it away yeah you're going to move it from house to house or office to office you're going to keep it it's a resource you know how many audiobooks and ebooks I have on my computer somewhere? Yeah. So so there is a difference between a physical item and an electronic item, but do as many as you possibly can.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense actually. Uh, but when you said that uh, I may never, you know, throw away that book, that's true. But what do you want to say to those people like, you know, they may never even read the book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying like <laughs>
0: It, well, it goes back to your purpose. I, yeah. I tell my clients all the time, I don't ever care if somebody reads your book, honestly, because what happens in the mind when you tell somebody you're you're an author and here's my book and I'm going to give you a copy of my book, the mere fact that they can hold it in their hands and go, wow, you wrote a book? That's awesome. I love to read it. They may mm-hmm. never read it. They, they'll see it on their shelf maybe or on the end table the night and they'll, it'll it'll keep reminding them of you. They may never crack it open, but you know what? Every time they see your book, it reminds them of you. Mm -hmm. You gain higher top of mind awareness and the credibility that you have enough to say that you created a book on it. Yeah. That will do enough to gain you clients and referrals.
1: Understood. Understood. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. And, you know, uh, I just want to, you know, just take it take a left to this uh, you know idea and i just want to you know, explore one concept is that uh there are a lot of podcasters actually uh, even a lot of book authors out there you know they appear on different podcasts to you know promote their books and everything so what do you want to say as like you know, sometimes people don't like too much of sales people sales guys right like you know if they're complete again again selling the book in the same concept they make it really irritated so what do you want to say to those people like how should they you know do it in a nice way so they could actually get more sales done of their books when they're appearing on different podcasts.
0: Yeah. Um, you always lead with information and, mm-hmm. and your desire to help. Number one, I tell my clients, you're not going to get rich selling your book on Amazon or Kindle from, mm-hmm. from my clients. And, and what I tell even podcasters again, it goes back. What's the purpose My purpose is not to sell my book. My purpose is to get you on my list, Hmm. my email list, so that now you're in my orbit. Okay. Hmm. You're in my world. Now, through emails and different things, I can build a relationship with you. Hmm. And I can, through that relationship, and if I give you a copy of my book, and if you do read it, you're going to learn who I am and how I function and how I think and how I can help you. And then I do emails out to you on a regular basis. Then I invite you to a webinar or a networking event. And and what happens is you're taking little steps toward me. Mm -hmm. And I'm having the opportunity of educating you and positioning myself as the person that you're going to use and hire when you have a need. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So my choice is, do I try to sell you a book for seven, eight, nine dollars? Or do I get you on my list and build a relationship with you that will generate thousands of dollars for me? Mm-hmm. That's the question. That goes back to that very first question I asked. Why a book? What are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to sell your book on Amazon and make millions of dollars, I'm really not the right guy to talk to because I'm going to tell you just the opposite.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's really... a good reason everything. And I, I can sense that you actually might have a process here, you know, whenever you are actually helping your clients. So one which you mentioned is why, you know, make sure that your client or, you know, someone who is trying to publish a book, they want to know say, why and also getting leads. Is that like next step in the process or is it like, uh, how does that work? What, what would be your process? Like if one's just like, you know, publishing the book?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, after your, your books published, you've got to think about how you're going to use it in your, in your business. So hmm. obviously it needs to be on like a website. For Legion, you know, you drive traffic there. Give them a free copy of your book. Get Mm -hmm. them on your list. We always say offer to mail them a physical copy of your book, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got that. You can now use the content of your book in other podcasts. Mm -hmm. You can use your book to get on speaking stages or on other podcasts because you're an author now, right? It, It elevates your credibility. You can give your book another reason to have a physical copy. If you're if you're in business. You get happy clients. You give those clients three or four copies of your book and ask them to hand those out to their friends Mm -hmm. when they're talking about whatever it is that you do, right? Mm -hmm. That you help them. Works in business, works in in business to consumer, doesn't matter. So Mm -hmm. you're using your book to grow your business and to expand your message in Mm -hmm. all stages of your business, right? So Mm -hmm. it goes back to, why are you writing the book? So that, that that question at the very beginning drives everything. Mm-hmm. A book is one of the few resources and marketing tools that works in every facet of your business, every yeah. stage of your business. And you just have to think through, how am I going to use it to attract new prospects? How am I going to use it to convert more leads, to nurture prospects, and to get referrals? Mm-hmm. You use your book in all of those stages of your business, and your business is going to grow. Yeah
1: got it got it and i think i i know one person who's actually do has actually done that a lot of times is i'm sure you must have heard of russell brunson the founder of click funnels so mm-hmm. you know uh, one strategy that guy uses uh, i think a lot of people actually using it right now is that uh they would they would mention that the book is free but we just have to cover the shipping cost of it mm-hmm. so what is actually that strategy do you think people fall for it i mean uh, when we're when you're a marketer looking at it you know clearly you know what the guy is trying to do but a lot of people are like, oh, the book is free. You just have to cover the shipping costs. So, uh, do you think that actually works? Or, you know, how does people's psychology work on that?
0: Oh, yeah, it absolutely works, or they wouldn't be doing it, right? <laughs> Russell's, no, Russell's yeah. a pretty smart guy. Yeah. Um, the, the challenge comes in with that in, in, again, what's your purpose? Russell's purpose is to get you on his list. Hmm. When you get into that funnel, Russell and his team have built multiple upsells and downsells, so that by the time you're finished with that funnel, you already spent a few hundred dollars with him, which pays for his advertising Mm -hmm. to get you there, okay? Therefore, he can spend as much as he wants on advertising because he knows the numbers of people who opt in and pay him that money and buy the upsells and different things to his program. He has a massive funnel with upsells, downsells, and an ending product. Small business owners look at that model and say, I'm going to do that, but they don't have the back end. So it doesn't always work for small business owners because you look at the people who are doing it, and they usually are people like Russell and hmm. others who have a, a super established brand, a hmm. great business, and a massive funnel that upsells you, downsells you, cross sells you, right? Yeah. They know what they're doing. So does that model work? Absolutely, it does. Mm-hmm. Does the model of "I'm going to hand you a copy of my book for free" work? Absolutely, it does. The question is, why are you doing a book? Right? Yeah. It always goes back to that question. If you answer that one clearly, it helps solve all of these other issues, and you're not chasing the next. Oh, well, I'm going to try that. I'm going to. You build your own game plan, mm. and you run your game plan.
1: God. So sometimes, sometimes it's like you may think it's about the book, but it's not actually about the book. It may be something bigger than that.
0: That has, yeah, Russell's uh, Russell's, and everybody else who says, get my book for free, pay for the shipping, has zero to do with the book.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, that that must be an eye-opener for a lot of people, actually. But I think still, you know, that book actually uh, gives a lot of value. I I think I've seen- Oh, totally. Yeah.
0: No, they're great books full of information, but I assure you- 99.99% 99.99% of the people who get that book either won't read it or they won't do what it is, but they're going to buy something else in that funnel that will a coaching program or a click funnels pro- product or whatever it is. He's still serving people. What he's doing is totally fine and right. There's nothing hmm. wrong with it. Yeah. It's a model of serving clients. Hmm. It's not my model. It's his and other people's. That's great. So don't look at somebody like him and say, oh, that's the way to do it. No, that's a way to do it. There are lots of
1: ways to do it. Understood. Understood. Yeah, that makes more sense. And I just want to do a one follow-up question regarding that cost-related stuff. So I, I'm sure a lot of people would be having this question. Like the first thing that comes to everyone's mind is that how much would it cost to actually release a book? So, uh, I mean, I'm just saying like from a perspective of just someone who's starting out, let's say I'm a podcaster and I want to release a book like Tim Ferriss. So if you've seen the Tim Ferris book of Tools of Titan, so it's basically what it means is that he just tells a lot of interviews. So every single time he uh, talks about, you know, uh, strengths or, you know, uh, like philosophy or whatever it is, I've would, would just summarized the whole episode into like four pages. So if you want to release a book like that, so like estimated cost of from start to finish, like, you know, just what yeah. would be your thought?
0: Yeah, every, everything is is time versus money, right? Uh, yeah. So if somebody says I don't have any money but I want to release a book, it's going to take you a lot of time, and you could probably get it done for under a thousand dollars. But you're doing everything. Hmm. Or you say I don't, I, I have some money and I want to pay somebody. You might be able to find some editors and graphic designers and get it done for you know five or six thousand dollars, right? Hmm. Or you know we start at twenty four thousand dollars and hmm. go up from there, right? So it just depends on, On I mean, my first book, I did it all myself with my family. And then we, you know, we, we paid graphic designers and we paid layout artists and things. That was 2013. Yeah. So you can get it done. Um, I, I've got a program on my website called Book Writing Bootcamp. It's a free email system that it, it takes you through the exact process that we use with our clients.
2: Hmm. It's an
0: email based system. You can go sign up for it. It'll take you step by step through the whole process, tell you where to get cover designers and all of that free. Go get it. Mm -hmm. But you can absolutely do it if you have the time or the effort or you know people just please, please, please have somebody edit your book. Because if you hand somebody or or send them a book that's not edited professionally, it's going to look like a self-published book and it's going to kill your credibility. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can totally understand it. I think uh, one example I can give a lot of people can find is that uh, if you've seen Gary Vaynerchuk videos, I saw there was this one video where he would just keep on talking, and there'll be one copywriter will be just typing whatever that person, whatever whatever he's saying, and later on he that person would go and edit and everything. And he mentions that I am not good at writing. I, still I have published four best-selling books. So that's mm-hmm. how it works, right? Possibly. It
0: really is. Yeah. You don't have to write anything. You you speak it, you have, you get it transcribed, you have somebody who can edit it for you, Mm -hmm. and then you get it published. I mean, this is not rocket science. But there's a lot to it of why are you doing if you think you're going to publish your book, your podcast, put on Amazon, and the world's going to beat a path to your door. Mm -hmm. That ain't it ain't going to happen. You're not Tim Ferriss, right? Tim Ferriss has a massive organization behind him that nobody ever sees.
1: Yeah, it's like Russell
0: Brunson does, right? Yeah.
1: Exactly. They've built. Exactly.
0: They've built this over years and years and millions of dollars. So don't look at them and say, "I'm going to do what they do." Can you publish it yourself? Absolutely.
1: Got it. Got it. So I just want to circle back, you know, to the stuff relating to podcasting. So, you know, one of the things that we mentioned is that, uh, you know, relating to profitable podcasts. So I'm sure you, you have been in you know, nine years in the radio industry. I'm sure you would have seen a lot of different things comes and come and coming and going. So, uh, you know, in this stage, you know, what would you bring, you know, what are things that you would bring from that experience in today's podcasting field? Like, uh, you know, uh, to help those podcasters who really want to grow?
0: Yeah. Always lead with value. Always be on a pod. If you're a guest on a podcast, always be there to give value. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's always a call to action at the end, go visit my website or whatever, but it's about giving value to the audience that you're in. Number one, Mm -hmm. Um, if you have a podcast, the best way I find to monetize it is to use it to open up doors with partners who have my audience so -hmm. that when I'm on their podcast, I'm speaking to my ideal audience who then hear that podcast Mm -hmm. The trust is transferred to me. And then they book a call with me to talk about helping them create a book. So mm-hmm. a profitable podcast for me and my clients is not number of downloads.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's how do I get on the podcast or the webinar of one of my centers of influence who influences hundreds of my ideal clients. And when Jeffrey, when when one of your people call you and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing a book for my business. And you say, you need to talk with Michael, a paperback expert, because he's the guy. It's a done deal. Yeah. Right. We're now having a conversation with that person. So that's how you make it a profitable podcast from my vantage point.
1: I understood. So, you know, one of the things that you mentioned a lot of times is that why, you know, you have to find you know the reason for you publishing a book. Uh, so can you like tell me why? one of the, one of your why's of, you know, publishing a book or you know, helping a client, you know, like, why did you do that? Like one of your why's just to make it, you know, the context really clear to the audience.
0: Yep. To separate myself from everybody else in my market. So when I first, before I had a book and I would come knocking on your door, talking to you about growing your business through marketing, you saw me just like all of the ad agencies, And all of the radio station and cable TV station, those media reps who are trying to sell you advertising, you saw me exactly like them. Mm -hmm. When I published my book and I mailed you a copy and you got a copy of my book, I instantly went to expert category. Mm -hmm. There was nobody else in my market that had a book. And I was an authority because when I walked in your office, you had your pen in hand ready to take down my prescription for your your challenge. Mm -hmm. It separated me in the mind of my audience and it gave me an an audience that hired me because of my expertise simply because i had a book that's what a book does for you it separates you it keeps you from having to build all of these complex funnels like russell brunson has (laughs) you don't have to do that yeah when you have a book and you're you are the authority to your audience Hmm.
2: okay
0: you don't need to reach as many people as Russell Brunson reaches. You don't. You need to reach a few hundred and own their heart with your message and let them spread the message, okay? It, it's not hard, but when you're an author, when you have the credibility that your audience trusts you
2: mm.
0: and they believe that you are the person who can help them achieve whatever they're after, it separates you in their mind. That is the biggest reason to
1: create your book wow i mean like you were really prepared for that right <laughs> it's like blessed. you must be practicing for years for that like you know when you were about to answer that question i was like wow i mean we didn't even discuss that we we're going to you know talk about that but right. yet, yeah
0: it well it, it but i i probably because it's my experience
1: hmm.
0: a book changed my life and my business okay as I've helped other business owners do that, they all, business owners struggle with marketing.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. They, the challenge is they don't have a crystal clear message that resonates with their audience. Mm-hmm. We help them with that. They don't have a mechanism that makes them look any different than the next guy who does exactly what they do. Yeah. We help yeah. them with that. And they have no way of staying in contact with their leads or getting referrals. Mm -hmm. we help them with that all of those are solved with a book so i'm pretty passionate about it because it changed my life and it changes the lives of my clients so i'm glad i was prepared for that
1: (laughs) awesome that's really great to hear so uh you know before jumping on to the final you know section of this uh recording i just want to like uh, ask a quick out of the book question so i usually ask this to uh, every single one of my guests uh so it's it's warning there right if i'm correct it is. Yeah. It's about, yeah, almost 11 o'clock in the morning. Yes. Awesome. So who was actually uh, the last person that you made smile yesterday?
0: That I made smile yesterday was my, uh, let me just flip over to my notebook. Cause I keep, you know, a paper a notebook, <laughs> of course um, it would have been uh, Jill Stevens. Who's a, a client of ours that we just got her book published. We had right. a zoom call last night about four o'clock my time and she and I laughed and had joy uh, and abundant because of the process, the team that she worked with, the fact that her books now on Amazon and all of her goats and, and sheep and animals that she lives kind of on an island and a farm. So we just had a great time loving life and, and just rejoicing in the process of helping her go from I, I'd love to have my own book to, wow, it's now on Amazon. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Great I'm question. Sure, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, she is really great because, uh, you know, getting a bu- book published in various places, it's not, it's not an easy task actually. I mean, um, I- I've interviewed a couple of authors as well. And the thing that they mentioned was like to get the outline done and to get the, you know, the context and everything. And that was like the hard part, but uh, what you mentioned, like, you know, you don't have to be a writer, you know, you just have to talk a lot. And you can just find an editor and I'm sure, it's a lot of ways to find editors, right? I mean, uh, there are a lot they're of ways, over, yeah, they're all over <laughs> the place. So cool. Uh, you know, just jumping out to the final section, I just have like a couple of things uh, before closing. Is that so? One of the things that you mentioned is the referrals, and I'm sure like you know, a lot of people want to you know know like how to create a word of mouth rather than just you know running ads about your books because that's like really cheap. That's one, and it gives you a lot more authority and authenticity, you know, relating to your brand as well. So, can you like give a couple of tips, like, you know, how to bring that more referrals and stuff into that.
0: Sure. Uh, lots, lots of it. number one, give multiple copies of your book to your best clients, hmm. ask them to hand them out to their friends.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: It's much easier, it's much cooler for somebody to say, okay, if I'm referring you, Jeffrey, is it easier for me to say, hey, I know a guy who does this, here's his business card. Or is it better to say, hey, I know Jeffrey, he's, a, he's an expert at podcasting. He could really help you out. In fact, here's the book that he wrote on how to start and launch your own podcast. You should read. It's really great information. I'd recommend you talk to him. Now, which is easier to do, right? So give your books to your clients. Talk to centers of influence. Who could send business your way? Mm-hmm. So if you're um, an, a lawyer, you might work with a financial advisor or a CPA firm, right? Make mm-hmm. sure they have multiple copies of your book in their lobby and mm-hmm. in their bookshelf, yeah. right? Th- those are two right there. And the number three, if you're out and just networking with people, doing business networking, make sure everybody has a copy of your book mm-hmm. and always just make your speeches around your book. Everything mm-hmm. you talk about should focus on your book and your clear message and how you help people. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a book on that, you know, and in chapter three of my book, I wrote about, yeah. and on your podcast, you know, you're talking about something, and yeah, well, in chapter five of my book, I, I wrote about that. You're always just talking about your book, and people are saying, really? Can I have a copy of that? Well, absolutely. Would you like to? And so it just becomes natural, but you, you give them to your clients. You give them to centers of influence. You put them around your community and lobby so that when people are waiting for the doctor or the whatever, there's your book. Right? You give your book out. For free, to as many people as you can so that you become the Tim Ferriss in your audience, in your world. People think of you for whatever you do, and then they're going to tell other people about it.
1: Wow. That's a really good explanation, actually. And you're right. And I think you're a great example for it. You know, whenever you mention like the the natural reflex that you got, you know, whenever you say that, you know, something about a book or you you can actually go and refer to the context that you're mentioning. So that's really great. You are actually the living example of it. So that's (laughs) that's a nice one. Awesome. So Michael, it's been been really great. Uh, We've talked about a lot of great stuff. Uh, So is there anything else that you want to ask me like table's turned right now?
0: Yeah. Hey, Jeffrey, no, that's good. I mean, h- how can I help you? That's the, that's the thing. I want to be a value to you and your audience. Um, here, here's one thing that you didn't ask that, that a lot of people don't, don't know is we, we talk a lot about credibility.
2: Yeah.
0: Everybody says I need credibility, but here's the co- What is credibility? Mm-hmm. Well, nobody can define it. Yeah. So we did the research, we figured it out, and we built a credibility calculator. So mm-hmm. in five minutes – Answering 20 questions, I will give you your credibility score on a zero to 100 scale. Hmm. And then I follow that up with five videos that teach you how to improve your credibility score. It's absolutely hmm. free. It's on my website, paperbackexpert.com. At the top, there's a red link that says, you know, take the credibility calculator. Go do that because everybody wants credibility, but nobody knows what it is. Yeah. We figured out what it is and how does your audience determine whether or not you have credibility Mm -hmm. the credibility calculator will tell you so it's absolutely free just go take it It takes five minutes 20 questions you'll get your answer that is something that a lot of people don't know and so we we put that on our website it's right there at the front page you can take it it just helps people out but anything we can do to help you we're happy to do it creating and writing your book is a big deal it really is important but don't just go out and do it think about why a book, who's going to read it, what's your message and how you're going to use that book to Mm -hmm. separate you and your message Mm
1: -hmm. from everybody else. Wow, that's really good. And and guys, i definitely link everything in the description below so I can go and check it out because I'm going to do it after this interview to see what my actual credibility is because, you know, I have a different perspective on a lot of things. So I think this can actually clear my uh, thinking up. And uh, one of the main things that, you know, the books I really got interested is that, uh, I've read uh, like two to three podcast-related books. So out of all those, uh, none of them actually went into the nuances of the podcasting space. So for example, if I'm you know, doing like an interview or you know, if in case the guest, uh, like they are talking something really uh, out of the context. Okay, Sometimes it happens. It's, it's really natural because the stories can disconnect connect and go somewhere else. I've done that a lot of times. So you know, how do you actually bring them back? So not a lot of books or sites or, you know, podcasts cover those things. So I just want to like cover those nuances. So probably, you know, uh, in a six months or so, I might be writing that. So I'm sure you you are the right guy <laughs> to, connect, to connect with. So I'll definitely do that. So yeah, this is awesome. really great. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's awesome. I've enjoyed it, Jeffrey. Thank you for inviting me onto your show.
1: Definitely, definitely. And uh, Michael, in case people want to find you, you know, and your uh, other services, like, uh, you know, where can they find you? it would be great to hear them.
0: Yeah, uh, everything, everything about me can be found at our website. It's paperbackexpert.com.
1: Awesome. So guys, I'll definitely get the link below and also you know connect with them on socials as well. I'll definitely get everything in the links in the description. And thanks so much, Michael, again for hopping on the show. And guys, I'll see you soon.